Welcome to Project Arrowhead. Tuesday, July, what's today, the 10th? Yes, 10th. Project Arrowhead, you're tuned in to Jim and J... Jim and J... J uh, something's missing. Gina! Where, Gina. Where's, where's Gina? Well, Gina's not here, but the cat just walked in. Gina's not here. I'm going to offer a reward for anybody that's seen my missing co-host. Well, she was on her way or something. Well, that's the cat. No. Yeah. But you know what? Callie, you want to take her place? Go ahead. You can get up there. So it'll be Project Arrowhead with Jim and Callie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who am I? No. I don't know. Nobody, I guess. Um. All right. Let me see if I can figure out how to share this to my page. You want me to do it while you're talking? Yeah, go ahead. You can do it. Once again, remember, Project Arrowhead is brought to you by the Mohegan Suns Big Three, Lansdowne Pub, Avalon Nightclub, and the Vista Lounge. Stop by, see Chris for VIP services at Avalon and Vista. This weekend, stop into Lansdowne Saturday night starting at 10 o'clock. The area's number one tribute band, uh, not tribute band, um, it's the word I'm looking for. Cover band, Wicked Peach. We'll be taking the stage 10 o'clock at the Lansdowne Pub this Saturday night. No cover charge. There is a cover charge for this, for Avalon. And uh, like I said, for VIP service and VIP treatment, see Chris Cody. So, I, what's new with you, Gina? <laughs> no. Where is she? I'm, I'm talking to Gina, Chris. Chris. <laughs> Took you a while on that one. Well, because I'm trying to share what's yeah. going on here. And uh, for those of you that don't know, yeah, I'm getting over a little bit of a pneumonia or bronchitis slash pneumonia. Still not gone, but I'm feeling better. Still have uh, a cough. As you probably heard last week on the, uh, I called in and... Uh, Gina did an outstanding job last week by her lonesome, and uh, I posted a uh, I posted a video. I did a Facebook live, and uh, just I, I'm so proud of her. the The courage that it took for her to admit the things that uh, that she admitted on the air last week was just unprecedented. Um, it's the first time she's ever told anybody. And here she is. She uh, she just didn't hold back. She told everybody, and um, I, that took a lot, a lot of courage to do that. So hats off to Gina. Gina, you did great. Nope, oh, sorry, I forgot. She will be here. I promise. Gina will be joining the show today at some point. You might want to share this to her page too. There. Oh, my God, I almost called you Chris. Keith. Call me Chris. <laughs> it's because I, I did it on purpose the first time. The second time was an accident. Well, I got some pretty interesting things to talk about this week. Well, you're not listening. You're, you're on the phone there. So I hope everybody had a great weekend uh, this past weekend was my parents' 50th wedding anniversary. 
We had a big celebration for him. And uh, just to think, 50 years. That's just most people can't do things for 50 seconds, let alone 50 years. And, uh, you know, here they are. They, they spent 50 years together, still going strong. And uh, I, it, it's, it's great. And uh, wish them a, a happy anniversary and many, many more. So, Keith, what was new with you? Anything exciting this week? Keith, did Keith go AWOL too? Now I'm missing Gina and Keith. No, I went to look out in the back to see if she was around. <laughs> She's watching. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gina so is ladies, invisible. Ladies and gentlemen, we are offering a reward for the location of my co-host. If you see my co-host, please call the studio and let us know. And uh, we have a multi-line system now. The phone number is 712-451-451. 0758. 0758. And your access code to get into our system is 660 881. That's 608881. Rob, what's up, buddy? DJ Rob is in the house. We had a pretty good time with uh, karaoke on uh, Thursday night at Lansdowne with DJ Rob. I hear the cat. She was deported. Gina got deported. How did Gina get deported? Oh, my God. The cat's going nuts. I think she's out looking for Gina. Yeah, you can probably hear Keith yelling at the cat in the background. The cat is going crazy. She's Callie is looking for Gina, and she cannot find her. Mm-hmm. Trooper 1's out looking. Uh, I haven't called in the Coast Guard yet. My cat is stressed out because Gina's not here. I don't. But yeah, I I don't get it. It's all her maybe, fault. Maybe because Gina pays her attention. I don't know. She used to be Glenn's buddy. Still is. Well, yeah, but she didn't go nuts like that when uh, when Glenn wasn't here. Oh, Callie's sad. Well, Melissa's on her way home. She should be home any minute. She can sit in with you. Well, Gina's on her way. She'll be here. Uh, Gina's late. She's not late. She's fashionably delayed. Well, you know, you only get two points here at United FM. She's fashionably delayed. She will be here. <laughs> so the weirdest, weirdest thing happened this past week. On, um, Like I said, we have my parents' 50th wedding anniversary. And on Sunday night, I was talking with my brothers. And I, I mentioned how... It would have been great if my grandmother was still alive and how she'd enjoy the whole celebration and everything. And then, you know, just talking. Well, Monday morning. Yeah, Monday morning, I was uh, watching TV and I uh, got the caller ID. And all of a sudden, I looked and I looked again. My grandmother's phone number was on the caller ID. I heard about that. That's uh, no, pretty no, my, weird. My grandmother died like t over 20 years ago. Yeah, I know. So I'm looking at the number, and I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little freaked out. So I'm looking at the number, and I went out. I'm like, maybe they're going to leave a message. 
So I'm I'm listening. The the uh, the machine picked up. And I didn't hear anything, so I'm like, yeah, I'm not answering this. I'm not going to listen to it. So uh, I called my parents, and I'm like, hey. And I said, Graham just called. And my mom was like, Graham who? I'm like, uh, Graham, as in dad's mom. And she says, what the hell are you talking about? So I told her. I'm like, the number just came up on the freaking TV screen, 848-9887. And then it was like just quiet on the phone. So I took a screenshot of it. I sent it to my aunt, and she was just like, whoa. So went to listen to the voicemail, and there was nothing. So I said, oh, that's a little weird. Later in the afternoon, my aunt texts me back. She goes, you should call that number. And I said, for what? She goes, call that number and see who answers. So I said, okay. So I call that number. And an Asian lady answers the phone. And I said, uh, yeah, this is Jim. Somebody called my number earlier today. And she says, nobody called. Nobody no, nobody home. I'm like, no, no, no. Not, <laughs> not, not now. Earlier in the day. She says, no, at work. Nobody home. I'm like, so nobody was home at 1145? And she's kind of getting mad. I was like, no, what, no, no. Everybody at work. Nobody call. So I said, okay. I was like, well, have a nice day. So then I hung up the phone. Okay, now I was really creeped. I'm like, all right, this lady's saying that nobody was home and nobody called from that number. Yet my grandmother's number shows up on the caller ID the night after we're all sitting there talking about her. A little freaky, if you ask me. That is definitely pretty weird. Yeah, it was... um. You know how you get where the the, the uh, hair on the back of your neck stands up and everything? Yep. Yeah, I was there. Wow. You're it, connected. Oh, it, sorry. It, it was pretty freaky. Wow. That is pretty freaky. I take it as a sign as uh, she was there. Um, I hear somebody knocking on the door. What? I hear somebody outside knocking on the door. Front or back? The, the door that we always come in. Okay, hold on. Could this finally be Gina? Wish. No, you can't hear a drum roll. I would do a drum, drum roll, but I don't know. It, it could be Melissa. Could be Gina. I don't know. We'll see. But, um, yeah, that was... Uh, and I mean, being a ghost hunter, it takes an absolute lot to freak me out. And ladies and gentlemen, Gina's in the building. <laughs> it does. It it takes a lot to freak me out, and uh, that that definitely freaked me out. So we can uh, we can now call off the shirt. The shirt. Oh my god. The the search. And uh, Gina's in the house. Hey, Ray, how are you? Hope everything's going good. Where's my mic? Oh, now we got to turn Gina's mic on. Gosh, she wants everything today. I know. <laughs> hey, Keith? Yeah. Can you turn on Gina's mic? No. She's late. Wow. Uh, you should be on there. There she is. Hello. Woohoo! Hey, Gina, Yay! welcome. Hey, so oh, guess what? What? I have a broken tooth. 
Oh, you got a broken oh. tooth? Yeah. So I finally got relief from it, and I passed out. So <sighs> here we are. You know what they say about excuses, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so I was listening on the way here because, you know, obviously. Um, I also heard Callie screaming. That poor yeah, girl. She was missing you. She she was she was sitting here going nuts. That looking poor girl. For you. Also, I don't really know how I cracked my tooth, but it's fine. Well, that was going to be my next question. I'm not sure. So I thought maybe I bit my tongue ring. But my tongue ring is like basically stationary. I thought you swallowed your tongue ring. I did. I got a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I waited because I swallowed it at work around like... Five o'clock, and I didn't get out till seven. So I ran to the tattoo shop, and they had to re-pierce it because it had slightly closed. <sighs> so it was one of those living a guy. What? Sorry about the airplane noise in the background. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. They don't hear an airplane noise either. Yeah, I don't hear airplane noise either. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I was listening to you about um, your grandmother calling. Mm-hmm. And I have something equally as freaky. So she called you too. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, I don't even know this number. And I answered. She's like, Hi, I'm Jim's grandmother. I'm like, Oh boy. So, um, as everybody knows, all my listeners anyway know that um, my house is haunted. Um, Your listeners different than my listeners. Yeah, like the people that know me. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. So. The other night, my ex-fiance had brought um, our kids home, and I put everybody to bed except for my son, um, because he has been taking longer naps, so he's not as tired in the evening as most others would be. So I was like, oh, it's all right, quality time, so I put our youngest to bed, and my oldest went upstairs to go watch TV, and it was just him and I. And I'm sitting on the couch, and I was on my phone, and he was in the playroom. Now, my microphone is also really loud there we go um i'm like piercing my own ears so my dining room and living room are separated by a walkway and pillars Mm -hmm. and i turned the dining room into the playroom because it's just me and the kids so my tiny kitchen table can fit in the actual kitchen and Mm -hmm. still leave room for us to walk around so i was sitting there and he came running from the playroom like in hysterics in tears Mommy, mommy, help. So he like ran up on the couch and like clung around my neck and wouldn't let go. And I didn't understand what was wrong. And I'm like, buddy, what happened? What's wrong? And he said, mama, there's a ghost. There's a ghost in the playroom. And he refused to get down. He refused to let go. So I picked him up and I put him on the floor and I grabbed his hand. And he was like, squeezing the blood out of it for a two-year-old. It was pretty freaking tight. And he walked me into the playroom and was pointing to the corner where the pipe is. And he was like shaking, terrified and like refused to go into the playroom. So I just put him to bed. I was like, all right, well, if you're terrified to be down here, I'll just put you to bed. So I put him to bed, thought nothing of it, picked up the playroom and everything. And about a week later, uh, daycare had texted me while I was at work. So this was this past Friday when they texted me. Um, and this was the beginning of last week. And, sh- and she said, hey, so I understand. Keep in mind my daycare provider, her girlfriend, and me are all best friends. Mm-hmm. So she texted me and she's like, hey, keep in mind. Um, I understand your house is haunted, but please keep your ghost friends at your house. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, Luca won't stop talking about a ghost in the playroom. Now, obviously, being a daycare in a home, they have a playroom for them for their own. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no, no. He's, he's talking about the ghost at our house. Apparently, it was in the playroom the other day. 
So a week later, he was still telling people that there was a ghost in his playroom. Terrified. Hmm. How freaking crazy is that? That is. Yeah. DJ Rob says he's got a couple of uh, a freaky stories. So let's hear him, Rob. What are your freaky stories? And the uh, multi-caller line is uh, 712-451-0758. Hey, Keith, do you perchance have that mobile charger? Uh, uh, I'm going to have to go digging for it. I'm at 9%. Whoops. Got a phone, is it? iPhone. I got to find that Apple thingy charger. Yeah, I left my charger in the car. So hold on. Perfect. Did, did you park in Waterford or did you park right up front? I parked in Waterford. <laughs> Melissa, Melissa's going to take my spot and make sure your levels stay normal. While... Perfect. Woohoo, I'm so excited Melissa's here. Where's Callie? Out there. Callie's still out looking for you. Say hi to Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hello. So. Wow, today's one of those days again where we're just winging it. Oh, also, let's, let's talk about um, Trump. He mocked the... Me Too movement. Oh, here we go. I'm sorry. I'm not for or against Trump. Like, here comes your. <gasps> Hi, Caligirl. Oh, Princess, did you miss me? Like a hemorrhoid. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh, oh, my God. All right. In the next 10 minutes, we'll watch Gina. Gina. <laughs> Kiss Callie. Alright, how did President Trump mock the Me Too movement? Alright, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna pull it up so I can like actually word for word read it. So this was four days ago, I guess he <clears throat> So he mo- he he mocked the Me Too movement and riff on Elizabeth Warren's heritage during Montana rally. So CNN's report said President Donald Trump on oh. Tuesday I mean on Thursday mocked the Me Too movement as he report as he repeatedly attacked Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren over her heritage, says Dem- Democratic Rep Maxine Waters. Oh, my God. I'm not going to believe anything that Maxine Waters says, but I would rip on Elizabeth Warren, too. Miss, she's Native American. No, she's not Native American. Oh, yo, oh no, I know. Like, <laughs> that's fine. But I was a little bit um, offended that he made light of the Me Too movement. So he basically said... We'll take that little kit and say we have to do it gently because we are in the Me Too generation and we will very gently take that kit, slowly toss it to her. Trump said, adding that he would offer one million to charity if she took the test and it shows you're an Indian. So basically he was just knocking on her heritage, but he dragged in the Me Too movement. I just thought it was relevant because last week that's what we talked about. Right. Um, It's. Race. Is she still claiming to be Native American? Yes, of course she is. I'll go take care of that myself. Um, and that's fine. Like, obviously, I don't agree with her. Uh, her, I'm Indian. I'm not Indian. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I don't really think bringing in the Me Too movement um, was the right because he made a lot of people angry. Was the right path to take? Um, he's seventy two. Who? Donald Trump? Yeah. He doesn't even look 72. It's plastic surgery does wonders. So, 
on U.S. I shouldn't say that. I don't know if he's had plastic surgery, but on U.S. Weekly or Us Weekly, I don't really know what it's how it's pronounced. U.S. Weekly, but I like the magazine. Um, <laughs> Two ninety nine. On newsstands everywhere. So it says President Donald Trump took a controversial jab at the Me Too movement while insulting Senator Elizabeth Warren during a Montana rally, which obviously I agree with him insulting her because she's on again, off again Indian, which that's not, that's like me saying I'm a girl now I'm not on again, off again. But then again, there are different rallies for that too. So. Anyway, moving along, the 72-year-old commander-in-chief went after Warren for her Native American heritage on Thursday, offering to donate $1 million to a charity of her choice if she could prove her background. He also referred to the potential 2020 presidential candidate as Pocahontas, again, and said he would make the politician submit to a DNA test if she ran against him. And he said, I'm going to get one of those little kits in the middle of the debate when she proclaims she's Indian of heritage because her mother said she has high cheekbones. That's her only evidence. I have high cheekbones. I actually am in love with my cheekbones. They're very defined, but I'm not Indian. I have cheek bo- high cheekbones too, and I'm not Indian. I'm I know. actually German. Yeah, I'm Italian, so I don't really know what high cheekbones have to do with anything, but well, I just... It, it's It's been stated over and over and over again. That Native Americans, we have high cheekbones, which, okay. I can see it because a lot of Native Americans do have high cheekbones. Like Amber, for example, she has, she has really high cheekbones, mm-hmm. but so do I. So I, I don't think we should base it just off of that. Um, so I think the quote that they were, quote unquote, victimized by was the whole, we will take that little kit, but we have to do it gently because we're in the Me Too generation. So we have to be very gentle. So I can see where it's a jab at it because he directly quoted, but at the same time, he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything derogatory about, about Me Too. No, and he didn't say anything about um, sexual assault or anything like that. He literally just said, we live in the Me Too movement. There was nothing, like you said, derogatory. So. Yep. And uh before we continue anymore, just a reminder that uh, Project Arrowhead is brought to you by the Mohegan Sun Big Three, Lansdowne, Avalon, and the Vista Nightclub. This Saturday at Lansdowne Pub, 10 o'clock, Wicked Peach. I am quite offended by your status. Actually, it's My funny. Yes. I was sending everybody out looking for you. Anyway, if you're looking for VIP <laughs> services, get a hold of Chris Cody, and he will take care of your VIP needs. Now, I said it earlier in the show, and I had to say it again. The, we do? The, that before, Dave. Before, we go to, before we go to the caller, the stuff that you divulged last week, having not told anybody, was absolutely... I mean that took a lot of courage. That took it that took a lot. And, I wish um, you could have seen Keith's face as he stood on the other side. I was <laughs> and I much... sat in your seat so I could like kind of see him and he was just like, uh but you're right. And I was listening to it too and I was I was just like blown away. I'm like, wow. So uh hats off to you. I mean that that, that took a lot of courage and uh do you feel better? I do. I'm actually really glad that I shared it, and I'm really glad that I was able to get that story out. And even if, because I know a lot of my Facebook friends um, were listening, so I know a lot of like Naomi. I know she heard it. I know Sam heard it. I know they were all here listening. Mm-hmm. But even for the people that I don't know were listening, people that I don't know who tune in on 
unitedfmradio.com, people that were listening on the Facebook page that I'm not friends with and I can't see, yep. um, and who were just silent listeners, not commenting, you know, not rooting me on like my friends were. I'm hoping that sharing the things that I did encourages anybody who's gone through it or anybody who suffered from it um, to come forward. And like I said last week, even, even if it's just to come into my inbox and be like, hey, you know, thank you for sharing that. Or, you know, this is what happened to me. Even if they're not ready to publicly share it, because like I said, it took me seven years to do that. That happened in 2011. And, and now I'm, it's to the point where I'm okay with talking about it. And mm-hmm. I would like to think that it is going to help, even if it just helps one person. Right. Then I've done my job. So, I mean, I'm. It was a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. I was able to talk about it and get it out. And I think I'm further enough away from it, and I can look back and see that it wasn't my fault. It wasn't. It had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. So now that I can, I've matured and I've grown up, and I have kids of my own. I mean, I had my oldest back then, but she wasn't even a year yet. She wasn't even six months. So. Now that they're getting older and and the world that we're in and I listen to the news and I watch, you know, these Facebook videos of, of, you know, all of this stuff going on, I'm glad that I shared it. I'm glad that I was able to, um, even, even if, which a lot of people watch the video, but even if nobody heard it, it still felt good to say it out loud and get it out there. So, I mean, it did take a lot and I'm very excited. So we want to make a bet on who's the caller? I bet it's Dave. Caller, you're on the air. It's DJ Rob. Thank you very much. Oh. DJ Rob. <laughs> What's going Woo-hoo! on? I was wrong. Dave messaged me and said he might call, so I was really hoping. Sorry. Hello, DJ Rob. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. My original call was going over Jim's story with his grandmother. I might have an idea for you where that came from. But the touch on the Me Too movement thing you guys are talking about with Trump, um, I don't know if it was aware or touched on because I lost contact with Joe while calling in for a bit. But Trump's problem with uh, Warren is that he used that 2% so called American Indian heritage to gain a handle on jobs using affirmative action. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That's where I think everybody has a problem with it is who cares, you know, she can run around and say she's whatever ethnicity she wants to say, but when you lie and use it to take a job away from somebody else, I think that's the problem Trump has. Oh, absolutely. Oh, and I agree with that 100%. And, you know, <clears throat> the only reason I brought it up is because last week's show was the Me Too movement. That's what that's what I chose to talk about. Right, and right. It was... It was just ironic that I was scrolling through Facebook and that popped up. And I was like, hmm. But I don't really think... See, I, everybody knows that the media likes to embellish things. So I don't really think that he touched down on it. I don't think he um, said anything negative, really, about it. He involved it, but it wasn't nothing, like Jim said, derogatory towards her. So whatever. Let him say it. Right. I agree. But I was actually calling on this Jim's grandmother thing. What do you got, bud? One thing, one point, Jim, is you might want to check your brothers. Are they pranksters? No, they were both at work. Oh, they were. Because you can get that app where you can call somebody and change your number. Mm-hmm. 
so I thought maybe they were, were fooling around. But I had the weird circumstance like this happen. Um, my mother died, not this past May, but the May before, of cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was very, very close to my mother. And I kind of had different beliefs in regards to the afterlife. So I was raised Catholic, but, you know, you question a lot of stuff. So the day after she died, I had to go to the uh, funeral home with my father to decide what to do. My mother was from Philadelphia, and she was at my house in Vermont. Um, We had to look into transporting the body, the whole thing. To make a long story short, I had to decide to cremate her, which she didn't want me to do. Oh, my grandmother didn't want us to do that I was very upset I was going against her wishes. Mm -hmm. And I came home, and I was visibly shaken, and I walked to my back window. I have a bay window in my Vermont home that overlooks the river, woods and stuff. And out of nowhere, sunny, beautiful day, it rained for about literally five or ten seconds, and I had a rainbow form right across my window. It wasn't like outside in a field. It was literally from one side of my window to the other. <gasps> That's cool. And I knew at that point that was a sign from my mother that it was okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other weird thing I had happen was on my mom's birthday at 12 midnight, I was in bed and my bedroom door slammed shut. <laughs> wow. So, you know, weird things like that can happen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, being part of a paranormal group, we see stuff like this all the time. But when it when it actually happens to you, it kind of, I don't know, just freaks you out a little bit. It's, it's a little freaky. And what's weird about it, guys, is that you don't know how to feel about it. Like, I wouldn't think my mother would harm me, but yet it still shook me up. Oh, yeah. Like, scared me. So it's a, it's a, a, a natural instinct to be scared. Yeah. That's what that's what well, um I'll go I'll let you guys talk. Of. I'll see you on Thursday at Lansdowne. That's right. Lansdowne at, at, at what time? Nine <laughs> <laughs> Nine o'clock at Lansdowne. DJ Rob will be spinning karaoke. <laughs> Woohoo! All right, I'm switching back to Facebook. All right, buddy, thanks Hi, for calling thank in. Thank you. Bye. So after all right. Okay, so after my grandmother passed away, mm-hmm. um, I was laying in bed one night, and I was laying on my stomach, and my legs were bent like a four. So, like, one was one, one foot was on the back of my kneecap, mm-hmm. and I felt somebody sit on my bed and grab my leg, and it terrified me at first, because I could visibly see that nobody was in my room, and it, it was just a very gentle indent of the bed. It was a very gentle touch on my leg, and then the hand moved off of my leg, and the bed went back to normal. And I wholeheartedly believe that that was my grandmother um, letting me know she was okay. Because mm-hmm. my grandmother's my best friend, so growing up, um, she always lived super close to us, whether it was the apartment next door or the apartment downstairs. She was always within 30 feet of us. And I spent, I want to say, 80% of my time down there. <laughs> And she would cook me um, rotini pasta, which we called squiggles. And um, to this day, we still call them squiggles. And we also call sprinkle cheese, I mean, Parmesan cheese, sprinkle cheese. So my kids are growing up calling it that. And I, I've never called it anything else 
um, when I write it on the list, it's always sprinkle cheese and it's always squiggles. Um, but she'd make me that, and then she, we would get the Neapolitan ice cream out, and she'd put some in a bowl with sprinkles on it, and we'd always watch Everybody Loves Raymond or Touched by an Angel together, and we'd play board games. And she used to have me look for her ticklish spot on her foot. So I would sit for hours and, and like run my fingers on her feet to look for it. And she'd tell me, nope, you're not close. Not yet. Not yet. And I'd tell her to give me hints. And she'd tell me, no, that's cheating. So I would, you know, keep trying and keep trying. And then, you know, after she passed away, my mom told me that she had no ticklish spot on her feet. That was just the way to get her, get me to rub her feet. So now I do it with my daughter. I'll tell her to find my ticklish spot on my foot and my feet aren't ticklish. Um, so she'll sit there for hours using like feathers or hairbrushes or toys or books or blankets and try and find a way to tickle my feet and it's just a way to get my feet rubbed so <laughs> oh it's so funny the things it that is. you like drag on from generation to generation but um i wholeheartedly believe um and like dj rob said you know you know that your love you in your heart you know it's your loved one but you also know that they're not going to harm you but that doesn't stop that little that undeniable fear of of terror that whether it's you know that it's actually happening or you're just afraid in general it's still there because it was there with my grandmother but I, I knew it was her deep mm -hmm. down I knew it was her so I, I knew I wasn't gonna be her I knew you know I didn't feel vulnerable laying on my stomach I didn't you know turn over really quick I just let it happen and I mean it took all of like 15 seconds right um, and afterwards I, was, I had goosebumps I was a little shook up but you know, once it subsided, I was okay with it. No, this isn't the first time that uh, my grandmother has made her presence known. She was taken unexpectedly. She was killed in a car accident. Uh, they were on their way to Florida in a uh, motorhome. It was uh, her, my step-grandfather, my aunt, and at the time, my one-year-old cousin. Um, she was the only one killed in the accident, uh, but my one-year-old cousin was pretty messed up uh, he had a, uh, a fractured femur and he was in a body cast that came oh. from like right below the nipple line all the way down both legs secured in the middle oh. we flew down uh, we got him back from Maryland and uh, I, he was just in excruciating pain I can imagine so we were all standing up there now my grandmother had a huge house and uh, we we're in the room and we were doing everything to try to get him to calm down and i know it was me my aunt my uncle pretty sure my parents and my brother and we're just sitting there in the room standing around the bed and all of a sudden i mean he loved mickey mouse a mickey mouse balloon from the other end of the house came down the hallway into the room and then stopped directly over the top of him and he stopped crying. Oh. And we were all just sitting there staring at it with our jaws wide open. And um, it worked. And then later that night, we were all sitting downstairs. I mean, we were all still upset and out of it. And this is only uh, a few days after the accident. And uh, we heard somebody walking around upstairs. And I made the comment to my uncle. I'm like, who's upstairs? And he looked around. He goes, shouldn't be anybody upstairs wow and then uh he heard it he heard somebody walking around upstairs so him and i went up there to check and there was nobody upstairs get out but yep we heard 
clear footprints up the footsteps upstairs. And uh, uh, when we went up and checked, there was nobody there. That's nuts. Snow says that uh, signs get misinterpreted, and uh, she just had that happen in her case in Woodstock. And yeah, it, they they can, they definitely can get misconstrued. That's crazy. That is nuts. It's just, it's, see, it just, I like hearing these kind of stories. They blow my mind, but I absolutely love them. Um, I guess I just, I've always been intrigued by them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was younger, I was eight, and my mom was, we were driving home from my mom's best friend's house, and she lives in Jewett City, I think. There's a haunted cemetery over there. Anyway. We were driving by, and I was looking out the window. My mom sobbed, and it was bright as day out. There was no; it wasn't sunset. It wasn't you know morning time. There wasn't anything that could be misconstrued. It was it was bright out, and in the far back of the cemetery, there was a guy walking through the woods with a lantern. But I could see the tree behind him. I could see through him, and I remember freaking out, covering my eyes, and bawling my eyes out. My mom's like, "Oh my goodness, what's wrong? What's wrong?" And it, it, I just, I had witnessed my first ghost and I, now I didn't know the cemetery was haunted. I had no idea. Well, every cemetery is pretty much haunted. And we, I had gone to my, um, my mom had dropped me off to my, uh, stepmom's house and we were, I was telling her about it and she's like, oh yeah, that, that cemetery's, um, haunted. And it kind of blew my mind and creeped me out. And I was like, uh, so every time we drove by it. Because we ha- we went through there often. My dad lived th- in Jewett City, so every time we drove by it, I would cover my eyes. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Did you? Uh... Never mind. I'll save that joke for later. <laughs> Wait, no, say it now. All right. Um, there was a priest. I forgot the priest's name, but he's standing there with um, Hillary Clinton. And looking out, I mean, there's th- thousands of people out there. And uh, he's ignoring you, Keith. He says the the, <laughs> the, the the priest priest looks at Hillary Clinton, and he says it's amazing. She says, "What's that?" He says, "With one wave of my hand, I could bring this crowd to a standing ovation, and not only." Would it be with them today? It would remain in their heart forever, and they would be forever grateful. So Hillary Clinton looks at him and says, Father, look, you're a nice guy and all, but that's a little bit of a tall tale. And the priest looks at her and says, I'm telling you, one wave of the hand, I could bring this place to its feet, and it would be a monumental moment. She says, all right, I dare you. The priest says, oh, you know, I better not. So she says, all right. I knew you were, you, were, you were making it up, and it's okay, Father. Just then, the priest turns around, he backhands Hillary Clinton, and the crowd rose to its feet. Yes. <laughs> yes. I liked that. I forgot where I heard that one, but yeah, I was dying. I thought it was hilarious. That is really funny. Poor Hillary. Yeah. Yeah, I really feel bad for her. Uh, 
I uh, have you ever? Obviously, I'm sure you've heard of it, but the zip line at Foxwoods. Of course, I'd never do that. You never, you would never do that. No, no, nah, me either. That's too terrifying for me. Every time I drive by it. I think Melissa's got a question for you. Oh, go ahead, Melissa. Hold on. That's good. Okay. You were talking about experiences, correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was probably I don't know about 23. And I had talked every, and I do mean every weekend, to my grandmother. Okay? And um, I was living in New Britain at the time. She lived in Southbridge, Massachusetts. Now, mind you, you know how far apart those are, right? Right. Okay. Well, I was supposed to go to church because I went every weekend to church. I would go every Thursday, every Friday, every Saturday, and every Sunday. Well, Thursday had hit. I felt this weird feeling like I just didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to do anything. I thought, eh, I'm probably just not feeling good. So I didn't go to church. The mm-hmm. next day, I still had that weird feeling. I get a phone call from my mother that Friday, or no, that Saturday, and she goes, are you sitting down? I says, well, I'm laying down. Why? She goes, now mind you, I'm adopted. She goes, your biological mother just called me. I says, what happened? She goes, your, her mother just passed away. I was like, what? I said, I just spoke to her last month, and she was fine. And I didn't want to go to church or anything. It was like this feeling came over me. I don't know what it was. And then I was living in Torrington at one time. I was trying to take a nap. And I heard somebody say, Melissa. And there was nobody there. What? Yeah. Don't, see, I love those kind of stories. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I'm not. you can't make this stuff up. No. And that's the crazy thing is you can't. It was, like I said, when I was 22 or 23, it was like this weird... I don't know, like this weird tight feeling. Yeah. And I couldn't explain it. And people have told me, oh, well, that's your grandmother coming to visit you before she passed away. Cause she, my mother had told me she was sick. Like, that's Callie. She's right, stand, standing right next to me crying. And um, she's like, you're, you're, oh, that's your grandmother. Because she, she, was, she was sick. And my real mother told me, well, she went to the hospital. She wasn't feeling good. Mind you, she was a diabetic. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, well, she wasn't feeling good. And next thing they know, that Friday, she passed away. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah, it is nuts. And I'm trying to prevent Callie from getting on the board. Callie, girl! <laughs> you guys want to hear something really messed up? What's that? So, when I was younger... Um, a couple um, years ago, yeah. Yeah, a couple years ago. Um, this, was, this was, like, pre-high school. So, January 3rd... I want to say my meme passed away. I could have the people backwards, but that's not the point of the story. Mm-hmm. So January 3rd, somebody close to us passed away. I'm, gonna, I'm pretty sure it's my meme. So um, she had passed away. And a couple years later, on the 7th of January, um, uh, there, my, one of my friends had died in a car accident. And I had gone to his funeral in middle school. It was pretty sad. Um so the, from the 3rd to the 7th is four days. A couple years later, my grandmother passed away on the 12th of January. Mm-hmm. That's five days apart from the 7th. And the 7th is four days apart from the 3rd. So I had said to my mom, Mom, I have a really bad feeling. Um, I'm pretty sure that on the 18th of January, somebody's going to pass away. 
So for a couple years had gone by and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it had to have been my meme. So the third, my meme passed away the second mm, my cousin was born. So her time of death was his time of birth. This, yep. So the seventh, four days later, we had my friend die in a car accident. The twelfth, my grandmother passed away, and six days from the twelfth is the eighteenth. And my mom's like, "Gene, you're just thinking too deep into this. It's not. That's not how this works." <laughs> so the uh, like three or four years after my grandmother passed away, I was laying in bed, <clears throat> and I had gotten home from school. I did my homework, and I went and took a nap. My mom came in. And she was like, Gina, um, your dad called. Uh, Uncle Ricky died of a heart attack. And now my Uncle Ricky had quit drinking, quit smoking, quit doing drugs. Um, he was doing really well for himself. He was making money and stuff. And he just it just happened on the streets. He died in the streets of Taffville. Um, and I was like, oh, that's really sad. You know, I really wasn't close to my uncle. So it wasn't like this terror, you know, struck me that, oh, my God, I can't believe it. So I kind of rolled over and I was kind of groggy from waking up. And then I remembered it was the 18th of January. Wow. Yep. So that was six days after the 12th. The 12th is five days after the 7th. And the 7th is four days after the 3rd. So I was terrified. Terrified that... So the 18th, what's eight days after that? I mean, seven days after that. 25th. Yeah. So (laughs) a year later, January 25th, my aunt gave birth to her daughter. And that ended it, so I thought, until my aunt overdosed and passed away on the last day of January. Wow. Yep. Isn't that crazy? All in January, and it had a sequence. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I, like, predicted the future. May is that way for me. I was blown away. I'm like, somebody's going to pass away on the 18th. And mom's like, Junior, you're thinking of doing deep into it. A couple years later, she's like, oh, Uncle Ricky died. And I'm like, um, it's the 18th, Mom. Nuts. Wow. And what did your mom say to that? She had to be convinced at that point. She was stunned because I showed her the calendar. I'm like, Mom, look. Look at it. Had to be convinced. She was like, wow, you're right. And my stepdad was like, whoa. We were all a little bit freaked out about it. Yeah. Not, not to get off subject, but Antifa is planning on protesting Sturgis. What and Who? Antifa. What's that? The the anti-fascist movement. You know the oh, ones. Oh yep. They're they're not brave enough to not cover their faces and everything. Got it. Are planning on protesting Sturgis. They're going to shut down Sturgis. What's Sturgis? That is the biggest motorcycle gathering in the country. Grow up. Um, I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that one. Same. There will be no more Antifa. No. Bye-bye. See ya. That's so funny. They, they really wouldn't. Um, so when I was little, I could see ghosts. That's pretty bizarre. Well, you know what? It's Kids are more in tune to that. Yeah, and a lot of people say, oh, it's kids, blah, blah, blah. A lot of kids can, that's can why I, that's see why I, things that adults can't say. That's why so. I, I utterly believe Lucas saw something the other night. Oh, I... I wouldn't doubt it. And I, I was not about to ignore it and be like, oh, Luca, you're fine. No, I believe in that stuff. And if you see something and it is terrifying you, then let's go to bed. I'll lay with you and watch cartoons. And half an hour later, he had forgotten about it. He was over it. But when I was little, we um, we moved to Virginia for six months. And 
down there, my uh, Nana and Papa, they had a couple that were, that were friends. And um, after we'd moved back up, my mom would hear me in the living room talking to somebody. Yep. And she just assumed it was an imaginary friend because obviously we all know I can talk. So no. I will talk at anything. So she just kind of like brushed it off and let me just do my thing. And one day she asked me who I was talking to and um, asked me, I was two years old, asked me to describe them. Mm-hmm. And I told her um, he was wearing a suit. He was, um, he had a cane. He was wearing glasses and he was black. At that age, kids don't really know the difference between black and white um, as far as people go. Right. They don't look at them as different. Like, obviously, when kids are older, they understand. Like, Rain understands. Yeah, it's like a shadowy figure. Right. Rain understands the difference between an African-American and a white person. She knows that we are different. But when she was younger, she didn't. We were all people. Mm -hmm. So, my mom, um, I guess, got in contact with my Nana and Papa and... Their friend that we, their friends that we'd see, the couple, um, the husband actually passed away, and my mom showed me a picture, and I was like, "That's him." So his ghost was visiting me, and I described him literally perfectly to a T. What he wore, his cane, his glasses, what he looked like, and when she pulled the picture out, I told her that was him. I was like, "That's him, mom." Uh, one of the <clears throat> one of the most. I guess you could say active cases that we did was in Mottville. And uh, we were in the room. We had video going, audio going. And um, we were sitting there and we were trying to make contact with whatever was in there. And all of a sudden, this kid's toy started up and started playing. Well, that happens was, in my house all the time. I it ignore it. It was off. Uh, yeah. I turn all of my and kids it was, off. There was no way this thing should have started playing. Yep. And, uh, yeah, done we, that. we got it all on video, and yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. It was a good time. Been there, done that. My toy, like there are times when I will be sitting in the living room, watching TV, and it will go off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I turned it off. You go over, and the button's on off. And now it's just like, I feel like whatever's in my house is just trying to get my attention oh, because yeah. it hasn't done anything malicious. I mean, I've been scratched once. There's a picture on my Facebook of the scratch marks. Um, but that was when I was pregnant. I don't understand where it came from. I don't know. I don't think it was whatever's in the house, that, you know, on a regular basis. Um, but I've had doors shut. I've had my faucet turn on. I've had toys turn on. I've had, um, I had a water bottle. When we let the babies out in the kitchen, like before we eat and everything, <clears throat> they play with whatever's in there. And I had a 24-pack of water on the floor with a hole in the middle and just a couple taken out. So Luca had gone over and took one out and he put it on the floor standing up right next to it. And me and my friend Jerry were standing in the kitchen um, just talking after dinner and everything. We never picked up the water bottle because it wasn't in our way. And we're standing there talking and the water bottle tipped over, landed on its side, rolled across the floor, and then stopped moving. And we just looked at each other. And I was like, I'm just going to pretend that didn't happen. So we continued talking and whatever. Some time went by and I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. So I got up. I went upstairs. I came back downstairs and he was like in shock again because the water bottle continued to roll and then stopped again. So like little things like that happen all the time. And I'm not like that. It doesn't terrify me. I'm not afraid of it. It doesn't. I mean, it creeps me out at first. Like, you did that really just happen? But 
nothing I think in my house is out to get me, so to speak. Because nothing, I mean, my kids, I mean, other than Luca saying he sees a ghost, nobody in my house has really acknowledged anything, my oldest especially. Um, she's not terrified to walk to the bathroom at night. She's not, you know, hearing things or seeing things. Um, but I welcome it, whatever, if you want to, I mean, your rent's due first of the month. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Naomi says that... Uh... Toys would go off at all time, all the time at our house here in Connecticut, and their first house in Virginia hasn't happened since they moved to the condo, probably. Yeah, their house in Connecticut was old and it was really pretty, um, but I can, I could, like, it gave that vibe off. Like when you went inside, you could definitely, I would definitely picture things happening there. Beck still talks about the old man ghost in our old house, and she also says she hasn't seen him here yet. yet. Well, hopefully. Dun dun dun. Sometimes they're attached to the, kids, the, the physical house. So hopefully that's the case that they're attached to that house, and they won't be following you there. I hope so. Well, because she lived up here, and then when she, I think what she's saying is when she moved down to Virginia in their house that they built. Yep. I think it followed them. Because Bex probably saw it down there. And then now they're in a condo. Mm-hmm. So they've lived in three separate places. And I think Bex has, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, I don't think Bex has seen it in the condo that they're in now. Which is good, especially if I don't really, I wouldn't be too happy if it was following them. <laughs> or her anyway, Bex. Um, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't be cool. Because I All know participants they can tether- are muted. And they can unmute themselves. Uh, uh, Keith, what was that? It's the phone system. Don't worry about it. So we're not muted? No. Oh. Okay. Cool. I didn't know what the hell that was. I neither. I thought we were calling Kellogg's again. <laughs> that was a good time. Um, but like... Um, That's Keith. Keith, what are we doing right now? Are we calling somebody? Naomi says correct, not at their current place. Okay, so it followed them down to Virginia into their new house. And then- yeah, and a, and a lot of times it could be attached to an object. Um, I'm sure they I'm sure they downsized when they moved. Yeah, These are so slow. Frozen now. It, it could be anything. It really could. Well, <laughs> it's just, it's so funny. I mean, it's not funny. Like, you obviously watch those paranormal shows, and they're so elaborate about things, and they're over the top, and oh my gosh. Like, I was watching Paranormal Survivor on... Ratings. Yeah. I, well, that's what I was going to say, is I was watching Paranormal Survivor on Netflix, and they put it on their first two seasons. Yep. And some of the stories they tell, I just roll my eyes. Some of them, I believe, like, the, it was on an ancient burial ground, and there was a lot of activity that was happening, and I believe that. But, like, the ones where, oh, we were yanked across the room, and this angel of death came, and you could it was glowing, and it was walking across the room, and then they fought. And I'm like, I okay, all right, moving I, along. I can honestly say, I've been a paranormal investigator for a little bit now, and um, other than maybe a few objects being moved... I have not seen anybody get yanked across a room. <laughs> um, Ain't no paranormal activity. No, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Oh, uh, no, me either. But the elaborate stories that they tell me. Training with, with um, Lorraine, Ed and Lorraine Warren's son-in-law 
Tony in here in some of their cases in the actual um, recordings. I, it could. It could definitely happen. So, <clears throat> I was going to say, if you were curious, it's October 7th of 2018, but the date's just... They put the 10th of J- July on my computer screen. I was really confused. I'm like, oh, it's spooky time? What in, What a good time to talk about this. Right. I'm okay with paranormal activity happening, and I'm okay with talking about it, and I love talking about it, and it's intriguing to hear everybody's story. Boring. Boring. It's only because I haven't really slept for my freaking tooth. I don't really know what happened. They gave you some good pain meds. It knocked you on your butt, and that's that. Or I just took enough over-the-counter to ease the pain, and I passed out. I crashed. Yeah, that'll work, too. I was like, oh, yes, sleep. And then I didn't even hear my phone ring twice when you called me. Wow. I know. And then you left a voicemail, and it wouldn't transcribe it, so I deleted it. Um, I, I had another ghost story, but I don't remember what it was. Obviously, it was irrelevant. Can you not remember what it was? Because I have so many. <gasps> Do you like my shirt? Wonder Woman. Woohoo! I have a Wonder Woman shirt on, and I bought it three years ago for for 4th of July. And I just found it again today. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Do you see this, this, this picture right here? What one? It shows the girls, all those little kids on the beach. Then as they grew up, and then as they really grew up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Get out of town. I have a lot of friends on Facebook. 1,105. Wow. I'm a popular person, I guess. All right. So I got to ask, what was with the topless photo the other day? The topless photo? Yeah. Oh, my tan lines. I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Yep. My tan line. Because my back tan line isn't so good. And you can't really take a picture of your tan line here mm-hmm. on your hips without being too raunchy. So I just covered my nipple. And even though I'm all for the free in the nipple act. Free the tatas. Free the tatas. I'm all for it. But it was just for my tan lines. Um, and yeah, I went to this place the other day um, on Sunday called the Pavilion. It's in Old Lime. Yep. Um, we went there and I hung out with my friends and we played volleyball and drank and listened to a live band and th- it was just a fantastic time. We had so much fun, but I got like I got in the shower and I could tell my shoulders were kind of burnt, even though they didn't look it because the water hurt my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, god! But it was it was absolutely worth it for the view we had. It was just so pretty there. I mean, it was packed. Obviously, it was a Sunday, so. Everybody and their mothers there, but it overall it was a really good time. Um, I can't wait to go back again. I'm probably gonna go um, in two weeks again when I don't, on the weekend that I don't have the kids. Probably on a Saturday though, so I don't have to rush home. Um, Rob says he DJs there too. He does. Oh my goodness, it's great. It was fantastic. We had, but the people that were there were a live band, but they were really good. They did a fantastic job. Um, and. I actually met a girl there. Um, her name was Jess, and we share the same birthday. Wow. Because they were talking about how there's a volleyball tournament on August 18th. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, it's my birthday. And she looked at me and she goes, no, that's my birthday. So then she was like, what year were you born? So I told her, and she's like, all right, it was your birthday first. 
So <laughs> it was just a, the ongoing joke. She'd walk by me. She'd be like, it's my day. Mm. <laughs> can be both of our days. So they're doing the volleyball tournament on, I th- I'm pretty sure it's for epilepsy awareness. So I, I don't, I guess it's there. I don't know. It could be somewhere else. I'm not really sure. But um, I know my friend James O'Grady, he does JPO Productions. Mm-hmm. He hosts a volleyball tournament. But I don't know if it's the same one. I'll have to ask him because if it is, then I'll know all the details and spread the awareness and stuff. So my parents are in Florida, so they're probably not listening to the show. Yeah, I saw the um, the picture. I'm sad. I was going to ask you where they were. I miss my mom. So every year she has to go down to Florida for mandatory training for her job. Yeah. Um, But it's like a mini vacation for them. Right. Because... They go down there. It's only 14 hours of mandatory training, but they stay down there for the week. DJ Rob says you need to come to Sunset Ribs. Everybody says that. Everybody tells me I need to go to Sunset Ribs. I've literally never been, and I've heard the food's fantastic. Well, you can just come see him at Lansdowne on Thursday night starting at 9 o'clock. Not 9.15. Not 9.01. Not Not 9.30. Not 9.45, Melissa says. This this, this 92-year-old man that got beaten with a brick. No. Yeah, so he walks around his uh, neighborhood every day, usually with his wife. Um, on the 4th of July, he was beaten by a woman after he bumped into her toddler on the sidewalk just a few feet from his house. Um, once he was on the ground, a group of men started kicking him until a bystander saw what happened and called 911. <clears throat> what the the female attacker told Rodriguez, um, a legal U.S. resident, to go back to his own country. Get out! Yeah. That is crazy. Ninety-two years old. Did you see um, this woman getting harassed for wearing a Puerto Rico shirt? Yeah, by yeah, an old man. That guy was an idiot. You can wear whatever you want, honestly. Uh, the okay. First of all. First of all, let's back up this fun bus because I'm pretty sure Puerto Rico is now part of the United States. Yep. And that's what she tried to explain to him. And he's like, no, it's not. So, I apologize. You know, I'm still a little offended that Pluto's not a planet anymore. So I get where this guy's coming from. However, you can't change the facts. Pluto ain't a planet and Puerto Rico's part of the United States. So get over it. That's it. Whether you like it or not. I, I still consider Pluto a planet. So, okay, whatever, That's but that's different. That's apples and oranges. Right. Well, so. what, what really, really gets me um, is the Democrats tried to use this and flip it around and manipulate it to make it out to be Trump's fault, that Trump's rhetoric um, got this group of white make America great again people to come and attack this poor man 92 year old man that was out um, just out for a walk well apparently they didn't really do their homework enough or look into it enough right because it was a group of uh, african-american teens or whatever that attacked them and that blew their whole 
Donald Trump rhetoric <laughs> right, out, right out the window. Wow, sucks to suck, huh? And, and then, yes, Carlos. I'll give you Carlos, Rob. What? Yes, Carlos. Carlos is one of my managers. <laughs> so when I told him to be there at 9, not 9.15, not 9.30, he said, yes, Carlos. <laughs> I went to, um, oh, I went to Avalon on this past I Friday. I saw you. And I obviously went to Vista for a while. Because I can't yeah. not go see Billy. Yeah. So I hung out with Billy and one of the bartenders, Ashley, for a little bit. And I, I mean, I don't think I know Ashley. She is amazing. I love her to death. Did you see Clarky? Uh, Jeff? Of course. Okay. I went and found him first. I'm like, excuse me. I love you. But where's Billy? <laughs> Actually, we talked about a couple of the bouncers not being there anymore. Um, Josh being one of them. Yeah, Josh left. Um, Jesse's not there anymore. And I'm like, excuse me. How am I going to cut the line now? <laughs> and. Julian's still there. He's like, you just come find me, and I will tell them to let you in. And I was like, oh, okay. But Joe's still there. Who? Joe. He's a scrawny guy, and he knows me. And he's always like, oh, you guys going in? You're just hanging out. I'm like, going in. And Julian's there, and Steve's there. I don't know them. They'll take care. There's two new bouncers at the front, though. That might be Julian. Mm, I think so. So he doesn't really know who I am. But he hand stamped me, so I went inside anyway. Um, but Ashley's so funny. She was working on the back, like in the back corner. So she was just running to tables and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my goodness. I'm so happy to see you. That means I can sit here and talk for a few minutes. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you can. Um, yeah. But I, I just I hung out there for a little bit. And then we left and went to Avalon. It wasn't actually that bad. Um I'm not really a fan of Avalon just because I hate like the next day, the whole day I was so dizzy and disoriented because I can't really do strobe lights. Oh yeah. So I didn't stay there super long, but I was there for a good chunk of my time. Yeah. Um, but it was, I mean, it was a nice time. The two DJs, obviously my friend DJ J Smith and he had somebody else with him and they were just alternating. So like I was able to hang out with him for a little bit and it was a really nice time. Definitely not my style, but. I'll go to support people. So, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was pretty slow. I know. I came and visited you too, and it was really quiet. Yep. Yeah. And was Avalon good. was not as packed as it usually is. Nah, it was a very slow weekend. Um, I could actually breathe on the dance floor and walk. Right there, it wasn't um, body to body, but it was. I mean, we had fun. I didn't pay for a drink at all that night. Oh no. No. Very nice. Now, who's that that was with you? Uh, that's my friend Bobby. We actually share the same birthday. Oh, wow. He, yeah. was, he was awful quiet. He, well, that's just because he didn't know you. Um, But he, I mean, <laughs> and then I may or may not remember going to Johnny Rockets. Really? I subjected him. Johnny Rockets. I was like, I just need cheese fries. And then he got a burger and I ate some of that too. Wow. And then I was good to go. But not really. I made him drive. Because I'm responsible. Joe Smith is at Sunset Ribs with Rob on the 21st. Um, What day is that? Is that uh, a Guess weekend? It's a Saturday. <gasps> it is, and it's not my weekend with the kids, which means, guess what? I'll be there. Oh, uh, you're in trouble now. Woo! You are in trouble. Yep. In trouble. I'm going to be there. 
21st, showing up. I don't think I have anything going on the 21st, other than probably sleep. Yeah, what's that? What's happening on sun- at Sunset Ribs, though? Is it like a themed thing, or is it... I don't know. Rob, is it a themed thing, or is it just uh regular night? Regular night. I am all about this. I don't know. He's not answering. Rude. He'll answer like a half hour after we were supposed to answer. Oh, there we go. He'll be, uh, we'll be shutting the show down. <laughs> so if you know anybody who wants to show up and sing karaoke, Thursday night at Lansdowne. Always love me a good time at karaoke, even though I don't sing. I just like to watch people do it. So there's that. Hmm. Fireworks. It's East Lime Day. I don't know what that means, but all right. Oh, what did Sarah say? Oh, that was 25 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. Sarah said something about zipping something. Oh, they got a zip line in Ocala, I think she said. Oh, and hi, it's, Sarah. It's great as long as you're not afraid of heights. Miss you. Sarah, you're awful quiet again. I know. She hasn't called us in a long time. I know. Uh, Dave Phillips, one of the other investigators, was supposed to call today. Yeah. He hasn't called yet. He messaged me and asked what the topic was, and he might he's probably going to call in. And I was like, oh, okay. He's doing some uh, what's-your-ma-dingers down there. Some history. Oh, is he still in Florida? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. Good for him. Yep. And in a couple of weeks, I will be in Virginia. In a couple of weeks, I'll still be home. <laughs> in other news... That's it. I don't really have any news. No news. They have a killer headache. That's they, a thing. They close East Lime down all day and have a carnival. Now, that must be exciting. You get like five people. You're about to catch me on all the rides by myself. Yeah, Actually, so. maybe I'll subject DJ Rob or whatever his name is. Ends with fireworks at the ribs over the bay. That is July 21st. I don't know. I won't be there. Is it cooler in here today? Did it is. Know? It is cooler in here. It was cooler last week, too, because Keith got a different AC for in here. But you weren't here, so you couldn't feel it. Don't forget about the fireworks on the 14th. Don't forget about the fireworks on the 14th. What fireworks on the 14th? Fest. Oh. Duh. Yeah, sale fest. If you're in the New England area, sale fest is on the 14th for the big Groton uh, New London fireworks. That'll be a dead day at work because everybody will be out. We'll be the down there. Yeah. <clears throat> I have my kids all this weekend, and they're <laughs> so I lit off fireworks for them for the Fourth of July. Did you? Um, yep, on Wednesday night. Um, just those little tiny, like cheap. Buy them at Walmart, 1995 package. And my son was terrified of them. Cried, covered his mouth, ran inside. He ended up going inside for over half of them. He went inside and ate cookies instead of watching the fireworks, which, to be completely honest, I would have rather been eating cookies instead of lighting them off and burning my fingers. But it's fine. It's fine. My one-year-old, my youngest, was just sitting there on the stoop, leaning forward, looking at them. (laughs) Even if they were crackling and going all over the place, she was just staring. My oldest, every time they'd get really big and crackle, she'd get up and run. And then my middle boy, he was just crying in the house. But not my youngest. She was intrigued, leaning in and everything. I'm like, Tootie, you're going to burn your face. Just lean back a little bit. Lean back. 
You can't just don't do that. Lean back. Oh yeah. Lean back. <laughs> that this is a rock and metal station, so. No, it's also being broadcast on jams. Oh, so we can sing that. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Keith, your computer's very slow. How am I supposed to broadcast myself? I don't know. If one of you got videos running in the background, it's going to no. give our video broadcast priority. Nope. 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 Oops. So, I... Oh, what was I just going to say? I don't know, but we got to figure out. Um, My our, head hurts so bad. What our topic for next week's going to be. Jesus. Okay, I feel like we're just winging it the past couple weeks. Well, um, this week we're winging it. Last week you Last did. week I did pretty good. You had the Me Too movement that wasn't winging it. But it wasn't until the five minutes before I walked in. <laughs> and someone commented and was like, hey, Me Too. And I was like, oh my gosh, Me Too. All right, let's do it. Um, next week, we should talk about... Don't look at me like that, Keith. We should talk about. I don't know. This is this is difficult. I feel like I have a lot to talk about, but I have nothing to think about here. <laughs> I feel like our viewers should start like giving us ideas here. Yes. And participating. Yeah, I mean, call in. Sarah. Sarah. Okay. Uh oh. Hi, Matt. I'm on the radio. You're live on the radio. Yay! Wait, what? Yeah. Who are we talking to on the... Oh. We're talking to my friend Matt, and he's from Massachusetts, and he's calling me in the middle of our radio show. Oh, so you put him on the air. Yeah, I did. He's well, on the air. All right. Nothing. Are you excited? I, I guess so. I, I did not expect it, but okay. Well, <laughs> you, I do a radio show every Tuesday. I don't know how I broke my tooth. I really don't. It just, I was eating a bagel and it hurt and now well, it's broken. We'll see that he must be listening to the show because he knows you broke your tooth. Stick the speaker right up to the microphone. Uh, it is. Wow. Um, no, he knows I broke my tooth because I was just messaging him on Facebook Messenger oh, while I was oh, multitasking oh, oh. and talking about yeah. nothing. And there's Dave. Dave is watching. Hey, Dave, I hope your vacation is going uh, great. Do you want me to call you back after the show? Uh, you can either call me back after the show or if you really want to keep me on the show, you want to talk about something. I don't care. Well, nobody can really hear you. So if you want to call the studio line, I'll message it to no, you. No, we can hear him. He we can? He can't hear us. We can hear you. Oh, great. <laughs> Message him the studio number so we can have him patched in directly. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Matt, I'm sending you a number, and you're going to call it. Hold on. 860. Dave is calling in. All right. Here we go. I knew he'd be Just coming. kidding. Matt, I'll call you back after the show. Love you. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen. Dave is calling in. One of our other lead investigators, Dave Phillips, is calling in. Someone sent me a friend request and I have no mutual friends with them. Delete. 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 And they had a name I couldn't pronounce, so. Maybe they just listened to the. Uh... I doubt it. I've been accepting people because I thought they listened to the radio show and they're just creepy. <laughs> so I've been deleting them. They still trying to have people still trying to hit you up. For yes. You said the person that was trying to hit you up for drinks was married? Yeah. 
Oh, wow. What a scumbag. I almost said something else, but... We're live on the air with United FM Radio. Yeah, yep, and he was Dave, married. don't forget there's a new call-in number. He's probably calling the old neighbor and he's like, it's 860... Oh, no, it's not. 712-451-0758. And then code 608881. Wow, Keith, you made this really... 608881, because it's a multi-line system. You definitely made that difficult for all our callers. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So now nobody's going to call us. Yeah. Dave is just going to be like, yeah, okay, uh, never mind. You dial the phone number. When it prompts you for the code, you enter it. It's not that hard. So for all you guys that don't know, Gene has had this creep that has been texting her, trying to get him to go out for drinks with her. And this guy is apparently married. Yep. And so I put him on Facebook and blasted him because that's what I do best. So everybody who's listening, let's keep that in mind. If you choose to message me and say some pretty raunchy things or things that are out of line, I will screenshot our conversation and I will put it so that all 1,150 of my friends can see it. You're welcome. And then I'll share it so that all 2,000 of my friends can see it. Yep. And Melissa's shaking her head yes, so she'll share it. I'm going to make it public so that everybody can see it and everybody can share it. (laughs) So you've had two people... Trying to get you to go have drinks with them. Oh, I've had way more than that. But these ones are like the super creepy ones. The ones that are married. Yeah. These are like super creepy. Wow. I know. Because you're married. And that being said, you're married. So at the end of the day, you're married. And I don't do that at all. I don't even like going out for drinks on a daily basis with anybody who's not married. I would much rather be home with my cats and sleeping. All right, sleeping. Dave. It is seven, one, two. Four five one zero seven five eight, and then when you call in, you push six zero eight 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 one. Do 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 do. There it is, right underneath your post. I've only posted it like 500 times. Hey, 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 pipe down over there. Yeah. Listen here, God. Be quiet. (laughs) That guy with the muffler, be quiet. We can hear you more than we can hear him. He doesn't have a microphone. Look at that. Okay, we, we have a caller. Oh my gosh, who do you think it is? My money's on Dave. I'm gonna say Sarah. You were wrong last time. Caller, go ahead. Caller, go ahead. What's going on? What's going on, buddy? Not much. Stopped raining down here, but it's still 90 degrees. Yeah, that's one thing about Florida. It was always, uh, those showers can pop up out of anywhere. And man, when they went through, it was twice as hot afterwards. When we were in Disney World. Oh, it's crazy. We went to Disney World. every day in between 4.30 and 6.30. Every day. We went to Disney World and we were in Animal Kingdom and people looked at us like we were crazy because it started downpour and we were standing in the middle of the park while everybody's under the shelter getting drenched because we were so hot. And everybody's like, oh, they're probably not from here. No, we're not. And we're hot. And then it stopped raining and it was 12 times hotter. It's like, I'm going home. I'm too pregnant for this. So how's your vacation yeah, it was going? 96 today. Nope. No, oh, no, no, it's no. going awesome. 96? Yeah. When it, after it rained, it cooled down to about 90. Oh, well, okay then. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I don't well, like it. We sleep with sweaters tonight. Yeah, right? So what have you been uh, What have you been up to down there? 
We're just chilling out. Uh, we went to the aquarium in, uh, oh, where was it? It was a moat aquarium. I can't remember where it was. It was like two hours away from here. Yeah. And I, uh, I visited the Skunk Ape headquarters, which was awesome. Yeah, saw that. Now, you were going to... Uh, That's about it. Were you going to do some paranormal stuff down there, or did you just not have time? Yeah, I'm looking into that. I am right now in the middle of nowhere. Wow, and you have service? That's amazing. Yeah. Wow, I'm proud. <laughs> Must be Verizon. We're, I, we seriously are 45 minutes away from, like, Walmart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> where Where are you? And we're, like, a half hour... I'm in Naples. We're almost South Naples. Oh, okay. Yeah, my. Uh, you're in Italy? No kidding. Ha, ha, ha. My godfather used to live in Naples, so yeah, you're right. There's like nothing there. A lot of rich. There is, it's nothing, but it's it's awesome. It's beautiful down here. Yeah, a lot of rich people, but there's nothing there. You got to drive up to Tampa or Fort Myers is actually closer. Yep. I love Florida. Yeah, we were in um, from a distance. Um, Tampa yesterday. It's like a two and a half hour drive. Yeah. Hey, see, mom's checking in. My so, mom. She's down in Florida mom! too. Hi, mom. I love you. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. My so mom's what's in Florida. what's left for the uh, for the rest of the vacation, brother? Um, I got another two weeks and. Uh, I'm going to hit a bunch of historical societies, and then I'm going to look around to see if we got any ghost hunting groups down here that I can hook up with for a couple days. Nice. Use protection. <laughs> Not that kind of hookup. <laughs> oh, my God. Did she God. just tell me to use protection? <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> I have to, I, I'll describe, I'll explain hooking up to her in, later on. I know uh, what it means. I was being funny. <laughs> 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 so that's pretty cool, man. That's a pretty long vacation. I wish I had a vacation. All the people we love are in Florida. My uh -huh. mom, my dad, yeah, Sarah, Dave. You're not going to come back? I, I don't want to come back. Oh, don't do that. You made me nervous. Well, everybody says that after. I, I heard it was pretty hot up there, though. Too. It's, about, it's about as hot as it is down here up in Connecticut. That's what she said. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Obviously, I haven't said it once this whole show. <laughs> I have two of my kids driving around the yard in a golf cart. Heck, yes. Playing NASCAR around the yard. Oh, now we need some banjo music. Dude, you got golf carts? I want a golf cart. Yeah, we've, um, we've got a golf cart. We have three acres down here. Wow. What? And the the way the neighborhood's set up, it's a grid. It's 26 miles, and there's a road going down the middle of it, and each road is three miles apart, one mile long, and they all lead to a basin where the alligators are. Nice. How many so times like you been down? With the, how many times you been down with the gators? I've seen a lot of gators in the last week. I've been down here. No, thank you. They eat children in Florida, you know. Yeah, I have six of them that I can feed them. Oh, well. <laughs> Your mom says she'll ride one back for you. <laughs> I'm not going to hold my breath because she won't get on an airplane, so I can't see her riding an alligator. Hell, you never know. Oh, <laughs> she's talking about the golf cart, not the alligator. Oh. Mama's not riding an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, she's talking about the golf cart. Oh. Oof. 
It's a little delayed, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, yo, she is definitely not about to ride an alligator. Hey, just let the kids know they can. I don't know. I think I'd rather see somebody ride an alligator than a golf cart. Same. Right? I, I don't think your uh, your kids can bring them back. Just let them know that they're not allowed to come back to here. Well, see, I'm flying back. They're driving back, and we have the stow-and-go brand-new van, so we can just hide a gator in a stow-and-go. Right. So they're, they're, you're, they're driving back, and you're flying back? Yeah, they're coming back after I am. Right. You got to go back to work? Because I actually have to go back to work. <laughs> wow, so I realized I'm watching the comments, but in our view on the camera, that did not look appropriate, so I'm going to sit back up. <laughs> so, for everybody watching, I was just looking to see when my mother was in a comment, and so that's that's that that's a thing. That's what she said. That is definitely <laughs> what she said. Wow. Okay. Dave, can you see us? No. Um, I'm on my phone, so I can't see you. Okay, good, because Gina was just leaning over looking at the comments on my phone, and it looked like something else. So It was, we'll, very, uh, it was very inappropriate, so we're just going <laughs> to... I'm just not going to do that again. Next time I'm going to bring a fully I'm charged phone. To watch that now. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Why is Jim smiling like that? Why is Gina bent over over there? <laughs> <laughs> that is That's fantastic. Awesome. Um, yeah, but. Hey, I'm going to let you guys go. I'm going to get back to dinner. Ooh, enjoy. What do you eat, an alligator? No, hot dog and hamburger night. Yeah. Oh. I hey. have alligator. It was like chicken nugget alligator, and it was way too greasy. I didn't like it. Ew. See, it's cooked like that. I had an alligator cooked on the grill, and it was really good. Really? Yeah. Have you ever eaten any other it animals? Was, it was... Like a squirrel or something? I don't remember eating a squirrel. I and it was, squirrel. My cousins hunt squirrels and eat them. I don't know. I was just asking. Isn't that weird? This was on the Indian Reservation over towards Miami, and I think they cooked them like that, and I just couldn't eat it. Wow. Ew. That, like I, like I said, when I when I had it, they they skinned it and cooked it right on the grill, and it was pretty good. And it, it honest to God, did taste like chicken. <laughs> it it really did. Oh. Your, your mom's laughing. Mom, wait till you come back. I'll fight you. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good night. I will talk to you guys later. Bye, Dave. Thanks. All right, for buddy. Hey, if I don't talk to you, have a safe trip back. Same. Hey, thanks. Talk to you later. Take Bye. care, Dave. That was Dave Phillips, one of our lead investigators for Arrowhead Paranormal. Yep. Well, that was an interesting show. Yeah, I was kind of hoping my girlfriend would have called in or tuned in. or She's awesome. What's her name? CJ. Oh. I want to meet her. Absolutely. One of these days. I already love her. <laughs> So do I. I love Melissa, so and I. I didn't even know her. I was like, oh, I love Melissa. We're going to bond over her cat. Your mom says, not. Uh, apparently about fighting her. All right, oldie locks. I can only say these things because she's in Florida, and she'll forget. Wow, wow. I'll tell you what. You posted, wow. you posted that picture of her from high school. I was like, holy hotness. <laughs> yeah, your brother was trying that, too. What? Your brother was like, uh, oh, what did he say? I don't know. I'm oh, my gosh. He said something, and I was like, she's married. <laughs> and he said, oh, well, worth a shot or something like that. Sisters, I'm telling you. You guys. You guys Identical. Absolutely. Someone just commented and said to me, um, on one of my other 
pictures. They were like, you look identical to your mom. And I was like, you're right, I do. Let me go find her picture from her senior year. And I found it. And I kid you not, we look literally identical. I'll tell you exactly what your brother said. I found the picture. Hold on. Your mom says she won't forget. You're in trouble. You are so in trouble. Um, your brother. Oh my god. Yeah, you'll get used to it. Ask Amber about him. Is yeah, it, Amber he, commented. Did she? <laughs> he said, yes, please, with a winky face and the high heart eye emojis. Oh, yeah. That, yep. So I commented and said, she's married. And he said, damn. I said, nice. And Amber said, nice try, though, Steve. <laughs> and he and Sarah said, Steve, over here trying to become your new daddy. <laughs> and your brother said, did you see the picture, Sarah? And Sarah said, duh, they're both gorgeous, but the one on the right, hashtag huge crush, hashtag someone needs to wife that, meaning me. And Steve said, thought you had that in the bag already. And then he said, besides, I think hashtag huge crush goes for anyone who knows her and hashtag someone needs to wife that is probably also everyone's goal that knows her. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that turned nice real quick, but you're not about to be my dad. Love you. No, thank you. (laughs) Oh. Well, that was... Uh, Things just turned weird here at did. Uh, Project Arrowhead. <clears throat> He's like, I didn't screenshot him. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, right? No. So, to all you married guys who keep trying to get Gina to go out with you... No! Uh-uh. I'm going to start getting a buzzer. And when someone messages me, I'm just going to video chat them and push the button. And it's going to go... Wrong In the answer. words of the late, well, not late, but of the great Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, don't say late. He's, <coughs> he's not dead. Yeah, I was just <coughs> <coughs> oh, we're going to do that. I'm going to send them Steve Austin <laughs> gift. Ain't going to happen, you silly little bastard. I'm going to open a can of... Mm-hmm. Stop right there. Anyway... So next week's show is another wing it, unless in the next no, six days. We, we, we are going to come up with something for next week. Thanks it's going to be yeah. really interesting, and all you listeners are going to want to tune in. And if you don't tune in, you're going to be really sad you didn't. Gotta hype them up. Yeah, that's right. Woo! Next week, we're going to talk about the life of a porn star. What happens after the porn is over? No, I just saw that on somewhere else. <laughs> I mean... We, we could talk about that, but I don't think that would be a very long segment to last the whole hour and a half. Well, if I get some of my porn star friends on, we could. Do you have porn star friends? Yes. So I grew up with a... Before, this is going to be the last thing we say. I grew up with somebody who um, ended up turning out to be a gay porn star for money, even though he's not gay. And I saw the pics in the video, and me and my mother gagged. Is it a guy or a girl? It's a guy. Ugh. It was. It wow. burned my eyes. I can't ever unsee that. So he just did it for money. Air quotes, money. Yeah. Your mom said it's a Jerry Springer show. Jerry. 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 I'm sorry though. If you do it, okay, you could do straight porn for money. Yeah. So don't let him fool you. It was horrendous. He got dishonorably discharged from the military. Oh, my God. See, I have friends that are straight, that are gray. 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 Gay? <laughs> 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 Jim, Jim's tired. I have friends that are straight, gray, gray. gay, purple, purple green. Blue. <laughs> oh, 
and you know what? It doesn't bother me to eat your own, and I would never tell somebody who they could or couldn't fall in love with or what they want to do with their lives. I officially bat for both teams. I told that to somebody the other day, and it didn't feel wrong saying it. It's my phrase. I said that, and you stole it from me. You did. No, you did. You're the person I got it from. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, so Gina, you're batting for both teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I bat for both teams. And they're like, high five. And I was like, oh, acceptance. Okay. <laughs> high five. <laughs> cool. I know. Now that my parents know, I really don't care about what anybody else thinks. Gina's a switch hitter. Switch hitter. I know. Which way is she batting today? That's, I mean, whatever. You love who you love. No, and that's that's all that matters. If you're happy, hey, who the hell is anybody else to tell you what to do? Exactly. Right? Exactly. You know? And you, I would like you, to publicly thank Sarah for showing me that. That it doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl. It's about thank feelings. Thank you, Sarah. I still got people lining up to be the meat in that sandwich. But, <laughs> oh, um, my God. That's for a whole nother show. Woo! And on that note, everybody have a fantastic <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Absolutely. We will talk to you guys next Tuesday, same time, same channel. Everybody be safe. See ya.